fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo! has the football. Yeah. Coffin now. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, yeah. the drought is over. It is no fluke. It is a fact. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. Welcome back. This is another episode of Part of the Punctuation. As always, I am Aaron Smith, joined by the original co-founder, the self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall. It's true. No Jeff this week again. Hey, can you remind me to change that intro? Oh, sure. It's sure. still on the Super Bowl from February. Yeah. I mean, we haven't made the Super Bowl since we were kids. so Well, so we can just keep it on there until the next football <laughs> season. All right, then. I'm here for it. Um. But yeah, Jeff is is not here. Uh, we miss you, Jeff. Hope Pop in. You, hope to have you back either later in the show if you can make it. If not, then by next week, perhaps. I think we have a guest lined up for next week. A new guest that we've never had. That'd be interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. If we're, if we're able to get him. Um, how, how can you not find your... Are there that many people at the game? Don't you have an iPhone? No, there's yeah. not that many people at the at the game. Exactly. Yeah. Just press the button that R- rent a bird and just drive it around until you find it. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, do that. Is it? Is it? Was it? Was it a three dollar three dollar beer and two dollar hot dog night? Oh, uh, was it? I don't. Maybe that's why he can't find his car. <laughs> if it was, then the bread saved a lot of money because there were not any. There was nobody at that game. I don't know. We'll see. Funny that instead of, uh, you know, d- diligently looking for his car, he's he's here with us. Well, that's fine. You know, I'm glad we can keep him company while he's looking for his car, you know? That's your brother, man. If if, if you happen to find an officer, if you happen to see Jeff while you're down there, uh, you know, go live. Oh, it was. It was apparently $3 beer night. $2 hot dog night. $2 hot dogs. Just just cut your losses. Pay the P- overnight and, and just get a get an Uber. And that's PTP live from the Reds game. It's fine. Boots on the ground. That's no, it's not. It's just your brother. It well, I mean it, I mean boots on the ground. Boots nope. on the ground. So uh how was your uh how was your baby shower? Well, it was a diaper party. Slash baby shower. How was that? It was Amazing. Got to meet Clay Snowden for the first time in my do you have life. The, do you have the bottle right there? No, it's upstairs. Damn. So it's, I, I was know, mine too. Mine too. Damn. <laughs> no, I, I hit it so the boys wouldn't find it and break it because I have Jeff's. I dropped mine already. Um, thankfully, it was not damaged whatsoever because Damn, dude. liquor people are smart and put things in thick bottles. Thick, thick glass bottles. Uh, it wasn't on concrete or anything, but... Um, so yeah, we got our, our 100th episode, uh, special ordered Knob Creek. 
uh, bottles from Clay. Um, we got we got to meet Clay. Uh, I had already met him. You got oh, to so meet this him. is your second time meeting him, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, even though our parents apparently, unbeknownst to them, vacationed together. Oddly enough, that's still a crazy story. Man. That is a wild and crazy story. Hey, do you know PTP? Yeah, so weird. Um, but yeah, uh, the Reds, man. The last two nights. And maybe it's because it's Arizona. I don't yeah. I don't really know. I mean, Arizona bragging a whopping 26 and 30 record going into the game tonight. Cincinnati 19 and 35 going into tonight. We're almost at 20. Can almost, we get there? Can we get there? Well, I mean, we'll see. Right now it's in a rain delay and there is One the inning? possibility in the 8th. So that's a full game. It would be that's a full game. Just call it. Well, last night, last night was the they called it after seven. Oh yeah, let's call it. We should call the game anytime it's after the seventh inning and it's raining. There's no point going back out in the field unless we're down by like one and there's a possibility we're going to come back. But if we're in the if we're in the lead, call it every time. It depends on the storm, so man, people still want to finish up. There, the players. I guarantee you players who are trying to reach incentives for different things, especially guys who may or may not be here when some of the guys who were injured get back. I know India India is pacing to come back hopefully soon. Uh, Although you just saw Moose hit the IL. Your family, man. Floor numbers are key. Floor numbers are key. I got just real quick. I know off topic. Because I know we're talking about the Reds, but um, if you haven't been to Kings Island lately, they got rid of like the Scooby Doo sections. Like they got rid of all those sections. So now you just have to remember where you parked. And that just it bothers me because I remember like just going, "Oh yeah, I've been Scooby Doo twenty two today." Can't do that anymore. The well, piece of our have, childhood gone. They don't have anything marked at all. No, except for premium parking. Well, maybe there's your incentive. Get premium parking. Let you know, me just go ahead and pay forty dollars every time I go up there. Just get premium parking. And don't you get it with a gold pass? What is this? this Disney World? No, I have a gold pass, but I just pay for regular parking. You used to get premium parking with a gold pass until it was full. Yeah, and then everybody got gold passes. Gold passes turned into a regular pass at that point. Just another piece of our our youth gone. Gone. They don't have the and they don't have the the what is that? What was they called that? It's gone. It's so so gone, in fact, that you have no idea what you're even talking about. The tram that used to drop people, you, you pick you up like from the end of your parking. Well, that's the first description you've given tonight. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but that's gone. Okay. I don't recall that, but maybe that's because I'm okay with walking. I mean, I was okay with walking too, but sometimes you got there late night during the Festival of Lights or whatever they call that, Winterfest. And and you park way in the back with I mean that's a it's cold out, bro. That's Sometimes you just want to as you're leaving, you just want to grab a hot chocolate, drink it while you're in that tram taking yeah. you to your car, warm maybe up they, a little bit. Maybe they still have it for the festival of lights or Winterfest. They don't. I went weren't there. Or maybe it was already taking somebody to their car. There were multiple ones. Don't try to act like I'm wrong here and try to act like and minimize my my childhood being gone. 
Look at that. Your your dad's even here tonight. Your dad's in the chat. The first time he's watched this live, I think. Your brother, your dad. Look at that. She's got a whole Mayhall thing tonight. It is a whole Mayhall thing. Maybe I should be the one backing off the show, and you, your dad, and your brother should just do the show together tonight. Yeah, it's uh, Greg's still trying to find his car. Let's be honest. He's he said he found it. He was on yeah, the wrong floor. He's trying to make us feel like he found it. So last night, Hunter Green pitches seven innings. You know how many you know how many hits he gave up in seven innings at zero? One. Oh. I was close. Wasn't a no hitter, you would have heard about it all over Twitter. But still, only only one hit, eight strikeouts. You say they lost? No, they didn't lose. They won. No, but if it would have been no hitter, they may have lost. That was seven runs. Um, but he went 87 pitches, lowers his ERA down to 5.4 with that performance. Eight strikeouts over seven innings. I, I believe I saw somewhere on, on Twitter today that he is the first MLB player in uh, the modern era to average one or more strikeouts in a rookie season per inning pitched. Pretty good stat. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that stat. I'm trying to find it here, see if it says it. Yep, there it is. Is the only MLB rookie in modern era. Throw it up so we can actually give credit to the person who tweeted it out because I don't recall that name. Stats by stats. Let's give you some credit here. Just waiting for the You didn't tell me that was going to happen, but there it is. It's all right. Hunter Green of the Cincinnati Reds is the only MLB rookie in modern era to pitch at least 7.0 innings in a start while facing minimum number of batters and averaging at least a strikeout per inning. I know that he was the number one overall pick in the draft. I know he has already had Tommy John. I know that this is his first season here, so there's not a ton of tape as he wasn't down in the minors all that long. Right. Hi, Geoff. Good to see you, bud. Hey, Geoff. Um, but it's crazy to me that this kid seems to have finally gotten his, his stride underneath him, right? Like, I, I feel like he has settled down and he is finding his groove and at his age, I believe he's 23. Um, he sounds about right. He's only going to get better, especially once he starts developing those secondary pitches. He's 22. 22, even younger. So yeah. once he starts developing those secondary pitches and isn't so reliant as he is heavily reliant on that 97-mile-an-hour fastball that tops out at, what, 101? 102. I think it's what it came out to, yeah. Um, Hunter Green is going to be special. I saw Chad Dotson say that he doesn't recall a better pitcher in the Reds organization ever. In his rookie year? No. Just ever? Ever. He, th- he thinks he might be watching. And Chad, Chad Dotson's been around for a long time. He writes a lot of historical Red stuff. He thinks that, and he, he did correct himself later on in that same tweet thread where he said the ceiling is very, very high because people were like, I don't know, Riho, Cueto, like those were some dudes. He said in his lifetime, 
in all fairness. <laughs> but, I mean, Hunter Green, I think, has the opportunity to be very, very special. Yeah, and imagine how great he would be on a good team. No? That's... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but well, why would he be on a great team if he was the number one overall pick? You know, and it took him what two seasons to get here? I think he was the number one overall pick in 2000, 2019, I believe. Seventeen. It was seventeen. It was that long ago. Two thousand seventeen, sir. Wow. Out of Notre Dame High School. That makes sense because I mean, yeah. So he was. COVID year. He he never went to college. He was drafted as a 18-year-old, 17-year-old, whatever it was. Um, to Geoff's point, Ashcraft is amazing as well. We will talk a little bit more about him in a few moments as we haven't gotten to tonight's game yet. Um, but Hunter Green has been just simply outstanding. I'm pulling up his uh, his last couple games here. As he went seven innings tonight um, against Boston, it wasn't fantastic. Uh, against Chicago, also not fantastic. But against Toronto, six innings, four hits, one run. Against Pittsburgh, 7.1, no hits, one run. He was part of that that no-hitter that we lost. Right. Um six or more strikeouts in all five of those outings um, eight in the last two and uh, nine in that no hitter. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of got to get excited though about what the future holds. I know that we keep talking about 2024 kind of being the goal for this Reds team. Right. But you never see there's going to be enough tape on him by 2024 that, Maybe he doesn't produce like that. He's also at that point going to be two years longer in the league. Yep. And having developed some pitches, having worked through some kinks. So it's not like he's coming up as a rookie that year. And I mean, just because you get tape doesn't necessarily mean you can figure him out. That's fair. I mean, you still have a as Chapman in the league and he's like our age. Is he still in the league? Really? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Geoff, yeah, he, he, we we may have been talking about that before you got in here. Um, still learning to use his fastball to his advantage. He's heavily relying on that fastball, um, as we kind of talked about. But I'm, I'm more curious to see the development of those secondary pitches, like I said, because uh, I think that's going to be what takes him over that, that hump to going from good to great and hopefully eventually into uh, mold him into a future all-star, because I think that – the sky is the limit for this dude. Um, I don't know. What, what, there was <laughs> there was a situation also in the game last night where Joey Votto hit his 800th extra base hit of his career. Madison Bumgarner, Bumgarner, I'm sorry, uh, was on the mound, and he wasn't really pleased when the Reds wanted the the ball for that 800th extra base hit. As we know, Joey Votto, he uh, he doesn't care about collecting the balls for his achievements. No, but his dog does. I think that this was the Reds wanting the ball 
Oh, for the Hall of Fame. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but. They either wanted it for the Hall of Fame or they wanted it to sell so they could get mad bucks off of it. I don't I doubt that's it. I, I would think you'd want that in the Hall of Fame if that's his big last sure. hundo. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I know you got some video on that, though. Oh, I didn't choose the audio. Hold on a second. This is this this whole streaming stuff is it's pretty hard. And that's why you may not be the best producer in the city. No, it's I'm still the best producer in the city. Which was a milestone for Joey Votto, Jim Day, and I'm not sure if Madison Bumgarner was totally aware. Yeah, he didn't want to give up the baseball. They wanted to authenticate the historic baseball, so he was ticked off that he had to give up the ball, didn't understand, and then once they threw him a new ball, he's like, you know what, I don't want the ball you just threw me. Let me throw this aside. Give me another one. <laughs> he was upset about many things. I don't think he... Which was a milestone for Joey. Meanwhile, Joey's just sitting back there chilling. Because he doesn't care about milestone baseballs no it doesn't news that ball would have ended up with a dog yeah it would end up with a dog because he doesn't he doesn't keep stuff like that he may have just given it to a fan could have put it on like his tiktok or any of his other social media platforms that he's still all over hiding things around town for people no, Vada was not mad. Uh, <laughs> if I did say that, I'm sorry. It was it was Bumgarner who's always mad. Uh, they, they, his first three letters of his first name um, are Pum. Well, we haven't done <laughs> Pum of the Week in years, or at least quite, a year, maybe. It's been quite, so maybe maybe Mad Bum is the Bum of the Week for for being just an asshole about a big career milestone and then getting just ticked off. Like, you want the ball? I don't want this ball. Fine. Madison should have gone and handed it to Joey, and Joey should just thrown it away. I would have laughed so hard. Throwing it to a fan in the stands. Yeah, just giving it to a fan. Yeah, absolutely. Just walk up to some fan. Here it is. Um, he also spent his what was it his two thousandth career game? Is that is that the is that the video that he released where he was informed it was his 2000? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a big number. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he was in the yeah, he was in the dugout or the, the locker 4, room. 4,000th career game? Yeah. I, I'm not even sure. It's a lot of games. Whatever. I don't think it was 4,000. I don't think it was. That put him in the league for 24 years, or almost 25 years if he played every game. Not counting playoffs, but we don't, we haven't won any of those series while he's been here, so. Apparently, I'm already following this Twitter called Joey Votto uh, Milestone Tracker, but it's in here somewhere. 2000 makes more sense. That's what? How, how long has he been up here? Again, he's he's like our age. I think he's 37. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not far off of us at all. Why wouldn't this be on this? Anyways, he yes. It was a big game. It was a big Vado career. Game. So I just typed in. I just typed in Vado milestones and yeah, I don't know how many it was. I'll find it. That's fine. 
Um, bunch of Nick Kirby. Whole bunch of was that? was that Sunday? Um, I don't know. I know it's on his his Instagram. It's the one the video with just a giant Joey Votto face as he's in the locker room. Um, he got kind of emotional about it though. He did because he didn't realize it had been that many games. Somebody had to inform him. Um, but yeah, just interesting. He's been definitely hitting some milestones this uh, this season. Um, I wish that it came under better circumstances. <laughs> no, it was the 20th anniversary of him being a red. That's it. 20 years. That's it. Nothing That's that we were talking about. Just the 20th anniversary of him being a red. I knew there was a two and a zero. I if just didn't, he, if didn't Joey could put, were not additional two zeros. Um, if Joey years. could put um, captions underneath his Instagram, so that would be great. Then I would have to listen for it. It would probably also help if I did better show prep. It's on me. Uh, you know, things happen. It's on me. Things happen. Um, I think we did better show prep than uh, Cleveland did investigating Watson. So I think we're going to be good. Not even going there with him. I just think we're oh, going to be good. Man. I just think we're going to be good. Goodness. Hot mess express. Geoff says he needs 60 more for 2,000. So then the Reds played tonight. Also against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and oh, well, you forgot that you forgot about the major part of last night, the rain delay. I did. I, I mentioned that we only played seven innings. There was a rain delay, and you caught more of that than I did. So, what happened with the tarp? Well, apparently, they were not. So what I what I'm hearing is that the you just interrupted the, yourself. The Reds, not the Reds, the refs, the umpire waited too long to call a delay. And so like there's a certain point in in the rain delay or in a rain shower where when you put that tarp on the field it's going to take forever to put that tarp on the field or it's going to start pooling like the water's going to start pooling on the tarp or whatever. So apparently them trying to put the tarp on last night too late, thanks a lot umpire, um caused them to not get the whole field covered. So they actually had to bring out three tarps three tarps to cover the field last night. Normally, you know, we've all, we've all been to a, a rain delayed game. They, they pull that one tarp from over here in a corner and they pull it out and they pull it down. Usually they're flawless on this, right? Flawless. I was going to say, this has never happened. I've never seen remember. this happen, but also, and I saw it on Twitter. And this is great. This is a great point. Who gave the authorization to buy three tarps? I mean, I bought a huge tarp once from, uh, Harbor Freight, like big enough to f- cover a tractor, and that thing alone was like sixty bucks. Where, Imagine where, how much this tarp is. Where's the third? You got a, th- you got a tarp here, a tarp here. I don't know where they put the third tarp. Unless that's what the gorilla glue is right there that they're holding. It looks yeah, like- there's a going down the baselines. They are yeah. No, the the orange one. That's that's the gorilla glue logo right there. Well, that's the cover of the tarp over in the corner. Then that's, that's, the actual, what, that's what they used there then. So yeah, they actually had to use the cover of the tarp, I'm guessing, to cover up the rest of it because they had to get a third tarp, a second tarp, a third. There's one, two rolls. I don't know, man. I just feel bad for the grounds crew. The red the red one's very thin. I wonder if they use that for like the uh the bullpen. It's a possibility. Uh because you do have you know dirt back there. I don't know 
how much dirt you have, but and, and you know these guys were getting drenched. I feel bad for them. But hey, the Reds came out with a win. They did. They did. So moving to tonight, as again, there's another rain delay because you know it's June. Why wouldn't we have just rain? Lots and lots of rain. Ohio. April showers bring May flowers. Oh, wait a minute. It is June. Yeah. Nine to nothing, Ed. I was watching the bottom of the second, and they were just clobbering the ball. Votto hit a home run. Votto hit a home run. Then right after that, Fam almost hit a home run. It just barely, barely went below the wall. Drury hit a home run in the second. Drury Sweets, yep. Drury Sweets did that. Reynolds hit a home run. These guys, are, they're starting to – I know – I know. We said it last the, week. I know. The beginning of the season was dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Three and twenty-two. You can hit I, lefties this week, I guess. When was the last time we've been able to hit lefties at all? That's a great question as well. Um, but since that three and twenty-two start, the Reds are now sixteen and thirteen. They had a winning May. Officially. And the the kids can pitch. I mean, we needed we needed pitching a couple years ago, but the now kids, we have it. The kids can pitch, as you had Graham Ashcraft tonight in his I think it was what his third start, third start. So far, here's his start, Ed. Against Toronto, 4.1 innings pitched, four hits, two runs, three strikeouts. That was his debut. Uh, they did win that game, three to two. His second game, 6.1 innings pitched, pitched two more innings, four hits, two walks, one strikeout, no runs. They won five to one. Now in his third game, uh, tonight was his fourth. Um, in his third game against Washington, the second game was against the Giants, third game against Washington, seven innings pitched, four hits, one run, five strikeouts. We won eight to one. If the game holds tonight. Which it should. That, we should go ahead and just call it now. That puts him at his fourth win, six, six innings pitched, three hits, um, no runs, four strikeouts, his earned run average. Stands at 1.14 as of right now. I'm here for it. 4 0. 4 0 for Graham Ashcraft. Again, another kid. Oh. He, he's a rookie coming up. There's not a whole lot of tape on him. He started this season, I believe, in double A. I don't know if he was all the way up at triple A. Um, no, he started. Yeah, he started in Louisville. Did he start he, the season in Louisville? Um, He's only played in Louisville this year, but he fast tracked. Yeah, he fast tracked. He, he, I think, has been. He, he made it before people necessarily even knew his name. Yeah, uh, he pitched for, seven for, games in Louisville uh, before coming up. He wasn't a prospect that was really talked about. Not not at a high level. I know Clay talked about him um, a couple weeks before he made it to the show, and he. Clay was saying, I can't wait for it to be Graham Ashcraft time. Just talking about what he was doing down in Louisville. Now he gets here. He's putting on 
quite a show as another one of these rookies. So you have Nick Lodolo, you have Hunter Green, you have Graham Ashcraft. I know uh, Geoff had said earlier, Brandon Williamson. We'll see. Um, I don't. He's not. He's not quite here yet. Um, I'm a little disappointed that doesn't look like the Vladimir Gutierrez experiment is going so well this year compared to last year. Um, but the kids can pitch. Yeah. I mean, I like pitching and we need pitching now just need hitting as well, but that's where it starts, right? Pitching is the hard part. And these guys are all under control for many, many years. <laughs> we, <laughs> Geoff, we, we tried to get clay on tonight. He was, he was busy tonight. That man, that man stays busy. That clay guy. Um, but but yeah, we. It's like I said, you have to pitching is the hard part to find, and it's the expensive part too, Ed. It is. So you have have it locked down, then let's keep it locked down. You have Malley, who's been underperforming this season. You have Luis Castillo, Graham Ashcraft, Nick Lodolo, Hunter Green. Right now, that's a. It's still even if Malley's underperforming, that's still a fantastic five-man rotation. As of right now. As of right now. Um, you know so who's I'm, not I'm, performing well? Nick Senzel. I believe he's injured again. As of... Oh, look. Is it... Did they call it? Nope, they're bringing a tarp out. Nope, they're rolling up a tarp. All right. So it still says weather delay. You're saying there's a chance. Hey, look. Now, see, look. Now, when you give these guys a chance to do their job, they're doing it to perfection, this ground crew. So it looks like they might be finishing the game after all. Let's do it. Senzel played tonight, Ed. He did? Yes. I thought he was injured again. No. Did he just come off? Moose got injured. Yesterday. Senzel Senzel was two for three today. I feel like Chad was just talking about Sinzel being injured yesterday. Two for three today. Darn. Oh, well, then I take that back. I, I apologize. <laughs> Chad just corrected you. Sinzel's been on base four times tonight and has a seven-game hitting streak. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Uh, Did he just come off the IR? Because I swear... IL, they don't call it. IL, IR, whatever it is called these days. Did he just come off the COVID list? He was on the COVID list. I don't know when he came off, but if he has a seven-game hit streak. He's... Sounds like he's doing just fine. All right, well... Compared to your, you know who's not doing well. There goes my argument of saying... Do you think Sinzel could be gone at the trade deadline? But I well, guess I mean he still could be if he's starting to perform well. Sinzel and Fam probably gone at the trade deadline, right? I would be surprised if Tommy Fam is still wearing a Reds jersey past the All Star game. That guy. Mm, I kind of don't want him to be All Star game might be a little early. It'll probably I kind of don't want him to be. Uh, Traded because I kind of just want to keep see how this how this plays out. He's crazy. I know he's fuck wild, man. 
I don't know. Um, but yeah, Moose Moose being on on the IL not great. Not good at all. He's not for his for his contract for what he's done this season. The the, the or I'm sorry, his his time in Cincinnati for that yeah. matter. It's been dreadful. Fair. Makes me miss the other, makes makes me miss the other guy who signed a contract at the same time even more. Yeah. Nick, Nick Castellanos. Yeah. yeah. Wish he was still here. Just a story that was written by SI about how many times he's interrupted uh important messages on in the middle of baseball games with a home run. Turns out I was wrong. It, it, the audio, while it sounded weird, uh, it, by all indications, it was actual audio for oh, last I, week's. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the Phillies just fired their manager. I wonder how much he wishes he was here too. <laughs> they fired Joe Girardi this week. Somebody uh, Madden just got fired today too, didn't he? Joe Madden for the yeah. Angels got fired today. I've already yes. seen people say, "Let's bring in Joe Madden." You cannot hold this season against David Bell. Oh, he had no players. Look look what he did when he finally got the players. And not after only- after a no spring, when he finally got the players, you know, it took 60 something games, but look, they're turning it around. Imagine if he would have had a whole spring. Well, I mean, and real players. Why would why would you want to continue to pay First off, they're not going to bring in a, a coach like a Girardi or like a Joe Madden and pay them outrageous money. They're not going to want to be here with how this organization has been running things. Yeah, I don't. Um, Recently, get fired again. But the, they're not going to. They're not going to pay another coach to come in here more than they're paying David Bell. No. And why would a why would a coach of Joe Girardi's caliber of Joe Madden's caliber. Why would why would they come to Cincinnati into what has been a dumpster fire of a year with a with upper management who doesn't know how to spend the money that they are spending, won't spend money. I, uh, no. We have a rich baseball history. None of it's happening. We have that to offer. Don't even talk about it. Congratulations. Don't, you got to waste, coach the Cincinnati Reds. A waste of everyone's time. Only other person who put that on their roster on their resume is like 30 other people. 29 other people at the same time and plenty others every year. No, no, coach the Cincinnati Reds. Ah, uh, gotcha. There's been 31 coaches ever. I said 30 other uh, a guesstimate. So I'd mm. say it's a probably solid guesstimate. Why don't you go ahead and fact check yourself on that? Just for fun. How many managers? And then, yeah, I would, I'd laugh if we finish at 500 as well. But again, I don't think any of that. Whether it's. I'm sorry, it's off by 31. 61. (laughs) Just twice of the number that you said. I mean. Um, but at least we know now, 61 managers. Um, I, I don't think there's a chance in hell we finish at 500, Geoff. Uh, but uh, it's it would be something. 
I forgot be. about interim managers. Damn it. Getcha. Yeah, the, the like Jim Riggleman. <laughs> People were clamoring for him to remain here. What are some other names that you didn't you didn't think of as you even over the course of the last like 10, 15, 20 years? Just curious what that list looks like. Um, I mean, not a, not a lot. They haven't fired. I mean, Dusty was here yeah. for a while. Bell's I mean, if we been go here back to, for a little while. If we go back to 1970, right? You got Sparky Anderson, uh, John uh, uh, McNamara, uh, Russ Nixon, Vern Rapp, Pete Rose, Tommy Helms, Lou Pinella, Tony Perez for one year, Davey Johnson, Ray Knight, which is, you know, I remember the one I remember from the mid 90s. Jack McKeon, Bob Boone, when he had both his sons on the team. Uh, Dave Miley, not to be confused with Wade Miley. Uh, Jerry Naren, Pete uh, McCannon, uh, Dusty Baker, Brian Price, Jim Riggleman, and David Bell. So not a lot of interims in that, except for Pete. Not even that crazy of a list. Yeah, it's not even that crazy of a list. Um, Before we move off baseball, just a story involving uh, two previous Reds, because I think everybody's taken a glimpse at Seattle a couple times this season. Oh, yeah. I got a story about Reds, current Reds, too. Go ahead. Um, last night, the Seattle Mariners were playing, and there was some, some altercations. And as the bench is clear, um, I know Suarez was involved with a, a, a head pitch. Um, I believe it was after the altercation um, and the pitcher got kicked out. Um, and I think Ty France actually got, he got beamed in the, uh, in the ass actually. Um, it's not a good place to get hit. It hurts. Uh, in the thigh ass area. And uh, that's I'm when, ben, that's when bench is cleared. Um, you know, who was right in the middle of it? Jesse Winker. Good for him. Does that surprise anybody though? Like, no. Do you remember I, he tried to hold back? Yasiel? Oh no no no! He was oh, no, he was wasn't. he was in like he's always running his mouth. Always. Yeah, yeah, never mind, never mind. Whether, he was holding whether back. fans, whether Tucker he, Barnhart, Tucker Barnhart was trying to hold back Yasiel. He's a fun guy. Yeah, Tucker Barnhart was getting dragged yeah. like uh like old uh, Jeff Van Gundy back in the day when he was the Knicks coach, like an anchor in high seas. Uh, but <laughs> um. We we talked about that stat, Geoff. Yeah, we got that. We got that, Geoff. Actually, I think we missed the uh, no runs, no walks. Huh? I thought we talked about that. I could be wrong. Yeah, we can go. Um, but yeah, it, it uh, it was Jesse Winker running his mouth in the middle of it all, and I'm not surprised at all. I think that I don't I don't know who would do know. that. If the bench is cleared right now, who do you think is the player that would be most likely? Because I, I think I know who it would be. Oh, Tommy Pham. That's correct. That's, yeah, that's, the, that's, that's correct. The, that's the correct answer. A year ago, Joey Votto. I think but Joey Votto would. I think Joey Votto would definitely be one of the players, though. But he made that he made that commitment to the fans, the young fans last year. He said he wouldn't be out here just screaming, you know, f bombs as he's striking out and all that. 
I miss but, those. I miss those Joey Votto blow ups on the ref or on the ump. Sorry, keep saying but, ref. I you do. It's terrible. Too much NBA playoffs for you. I, and that's what I was gonna say. I've been watching some NBA playoffs. Um, but I don't. I don't think if if the bench is cleared, Joey's the same as anybody else out there, and I, I think he's entitled to be allowed to get a little chirpy. If yeah. all the if the bench is clear, I I don't think that would go back on his uh twenty his years promise. in the league. As long as he's not the one throwing a first punch, I don't think that goes back on his promise. You think Joey Votto's ever thrown a punch in one of those fights, though? I think we'd have to go back and check the tape. I, I might look up some of the big fights and see if I see Joey Votto throw a punch. Some of the Cardinals fights and some of the Pirates fights, and we'll see what happens. All right, we'll we'll have that segment for you next week. Next Did, week. <laughs> The, the Joey Votto fight history. Next week on Joe on, on Pardon the Punctuation, has Joey Votto ever thrown a punch? I'm going to say no, strictly based on he's Canadian. I feel like Canadians get a little scrappy sometimes, though. He'd rather walk, he'd rather walk than hit. That's such a good joke. That's the best thing your brother has ever contributed to the show. No shot that Joey Votto threw a punch. He'd rather walk than hit. That's... It took Hilarious. me a minute to get, but I get that. Yes, that's good stuff. Um, so yeah, what do you have on the on the Reds before we we move on? Well, just a fun story, right? Because we look for fun stories sometimes. Sure. Uh, and this one belongs to the Reds on Twitter. Uh, I, I guess I missed this. I was outside with the dog earlier. Uh, posted. I guess there was a story uh, tonight. Um, maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. But anyways, apparently uh, there's a little running joke in the clubhouse. Where Kyle Farmer, or Aquino calls Kyle Farmer Jake Taylor, and Farmer calls Aquino or Aquino uh, Pedro Serrano from Major League. What? Aquino. I know Aquino from from Major Ringo. League. Ringo. To to the point where when you hear, uh, I guess when you hear, um, uh, uh, Aquino up the bat, you can sometimes hear Kyle Farmer yell. Let's go Serrano. Um, and then apparently Aquino went out and bought a Joe Boo when the Reds were not doing. Aquino. That's why I said Aquino. No, you said Aquino. Again. Uh, I'm, it's because I'm reading it. But anyways, he went out and bought a Joe Boo and uh, put it in his locker and, like, when the Reds weren't doing too well. So maybe that's the reason for the turnaround recently is we have a Joe Boo in the locker room. Perhaps. Maybe that happened on, on May 7th when things took that shift. Possibly. Who would be Willie Mays Hayes in this on this team? Like if we had to give you know what I mean? I don't know. The Wesley Snipes character, if you don't remember. Yeah, no. I, I'm I I'm trying to place who it might be. I don't I don't know that anybody India? Wait, that's fair. Is he he's is he cool enough to play Wesley Snipes? I don't know who's cool enough to play Wesley Wesley Snipes. Definitely not Tommy Fan. Maybe Votto? Maybe Votto would play Willie Mays Hayes? I don't know. Not as, not as fast as him, but maybe maybe Votto would play Duke Temple. The, the older guy. Are you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a fastball? Curveball? No? Okay. Great line from the movie. If you've never seen it, go ahead and check it out, Aaron. What did you want me to say? You said the line. What, what do I do with that? You just laugh. You threw a fish in my lap. 
fish in your lap? That's the same. Uh, fish here. That says Ellie, Ellie De La Cruz would be Wesley Snipes. Or Barrero. Who plays... Who Barrero, plays I know. Who plays Wild Thing? Tommy Pham. Graham Ashcraft? <laughs> Tommy Pham. Do you... I want Tommy Pham to come out to Wild Thing one he's time. Got, he's got the right personality. Wow. He's not a, he's not a pitcher, but he's got the right personality. If you're talking a pitcher, I don't know. Um I don't know that we have again, I don't know that there's anybody that cool. It's Hunter Green. It's not Hunter Green. I mean, you're just thinking about like how they played in Okay. No. I just maybe. Uh, anyway. Um possibility. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. How much did you pay attention to recruiting this weekend? Much like you and much like Chad, I was super busy on Saturday, but my phone was blowing up with all these recruits. Um, so that we got the top nine in the state of Ohio. Is that what it was? Top 10 in the state of Ohio? No. We have big number. We do have a big number. Thank you. It's nine of the top 25. That's what I'm, I knew it had a nine in there somewhere. I think today made it nine. Okay. Eight or nine. Maybe it's had, had a nine there somewhere. Have it here. Six. Uh, but like biggest day. in well, I'm, I guess biggest day since the last, last Six. biggest day in school history. Right. Biggest day in school history since the draft, which was the biggest day in school history since biggest recruiting weekend, yeah, ever, ever. Um, as they end up with no, that's where you got your your eight um, or nine or whatever. Um, it's not, it's now become nine in the last. Okay, that's where I got since it. Saturday. Uh, Dave McCullough started it off the highest rated defensive prospect in school history. Um. Comes in from Indiana. His dad is the running backs coach at Notre Dame. Yes, he is. Um, like running back at Miami? I think so. Yeah. Um, Am I right on that one, Chad? Am I right on that one? <laughs> he's up there with six. Six in Ohio. Tell me tell me, I got something right here. Um, but he comes in ranked uh, a four-star. Again, the highest defensive recruit ever in school history. Um, the second highest rated recruit ever in school history behind only Evan Prater ever. Um, what are your thoughts though? When correct. Good job. Ed. Let's um, go. What are your thoughts though about, I mean, they, they ended up with Dave McCullough, the safety. They ended up with Aiden green, a wide receiver. They ended up with Luke Evans, a cornerback out of Florida. Um, and these are all in order as far as uh, the, the rankings go. Um, they ended up with James Jenkins, an interior offensive lineman, uh, Manny Covey, um, who followed me today on Twitter, uh, running back, um, also from Florida. Uh, they ended up with Ty Perkins today, a wide receiver from Ironton, Ohio, uh, the second Ironton, Ohio um, recruit in this class, joining a four-star um, Trevor Carter from earlier in the recruiting process. Uh, Jonas 
Duclona, also from Florida, cornerback. Uh, a tackle, offensive tackle, Josh Gregory. Um, 6'7", 270. Senior in high school. Well, going to be a senior in high school, Ed. And uh, Nick Oliveira, I think it's how we're pronouncing it, Oliveira, um, an offensive tackle out of New Jersey. Um, but like I said, biggest recruiting weekend ever in school history. I mean, this is a a, a cumulation of like everything what, that we've been. What was that word? Cumulation. Okay, that's not what you said, but you got there. Very good. My internet, whatever accumulation of everything that you know you, you guys have been saying on uh, the BBP that Chad's been saying, like the the playoff game. The draft, all of this is it, this is what is a result of all that kind of stuff. You keep saying we keep saying this is the biggest day in school history. Because of those days, this is what's happening. Players are coming in for their visit weekend and just committing right there on the spot, which is wild. Um, I don't know. It's 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 only good for the program, obviously. Um, but I think this is something that we should uh, maybe start getting used to because this is going to start happening a lot more for us. I think he combined accumulation and culmination together, Chad. And I think it ended up being cumulation, actually. Culmination. Um, oh, culmination. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's been an awful lot of talk about culture. There's been an awful lot of talk about you, you can't forget in that list of things that you talk about as far as that, what has gotten the program to where they are right now with a recruiting class like this, uh, which is currently um, they. They reached as high as fourth overall in the nation earlier today, uh, but since uh, they are now at fifth highest. Um, something changed today. I don't. I'm not sure what it was, but I haven't had time to take that deep dive. In any case, um, you say all those things, you forgot one thing. Next year, Big Twelve. Well, there's that too. Yeah, that, that, that makes that makes a huge difference when you're no yeah. longer the group of five, but now you're talking about being. Power five. Yeah. Oh, and, you're right. Go ahead. No, you're I'm saying you're right. I thought you were going to no. evolve that thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we're thinking. Chad and I did our, our nightcap last night on the, the culture and what it means um, for these kids. But what, as, as kind of, I mean, I, I feel like I play a little bit of both sides as I get to kind of be the voice of the fan and kind of be the guy in the press box, but you being strictly fan, I mean, what is, what does the culture mean to you when you hear about the culture that Luke fickle and, you know, his right-hand man, Brady Collins have, have kind of constructed here in Cincinnati. I mean, when you say you see culture, the first thing that comes to my, to my head is a culture of hard work and winning. Like if you don't want to win, don't be here. If you don't want to work hard, don't be here. Now, are you taking and, that from, from just Luke fickle and what he's done here? Or are you even dialing back into, like some of the old basketball stuff that we grew up watching. Yeah, you could dial that back for sure. I mean, Huggins, we, we've heard all the stories from the former players, right? Like Huggins would tell him, if you don't want to practice hard, here's the bus, go home. And I think, I think uh, uh, Lenny took that bus home one time or something. I remember the whole story. Somebody took a bus home. But yeah, no, you could go all the way back to, to the Bob Huggins, you know, era. I mean, I try not to go that far because there's still people who hang on to that kind of stuff, but yeah, it's a culture of winning and hard work. You have 
Brady out there who's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make you bust your ass in that gym. And if you're not willing to put in the work and and put up the weight, then go home. You have uh you know Fickle out there who's if you're not willing to give 100 on the field and you know not give up on plays and and all that kind of stuff, then I mean I don't feel like he has a, a problem sending you home. You can be a five star recruit; he'll send your ass home. Well, we we haven't had any of those. Well, we haven't had that situation yet, but I just in my head think that if this was to happen see ya fair enough um i don't know it's it's super exciting though to be in the situation that i mean you're talking about there was a kid who had a crystal ball here um who we thought might be a bearcat sometime this week and that crystal ball has now changed to ohio state hmm. but we are in battles with big schools, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, real big programs. Like, I mean, it's, it's not any longer. If you can't, if you can't go to Ohio state, you can go down the road to Cincinnati. You'll be all right. Which by the way, programs who can, in the, in the new era of the NIL programs who can offer these kids a lot more money in the NIL than the university of Cincinnati can, but they're still choosing the university of Cincinnati over the money because they want they want to win. Well, I th- I think that that's a little bit relative too. I think what you're running into is in Cincinnati you can you can make money. Des made money through the NIL. Des made a lot of money through the NIL. The thing is, you have to in Cincinnati you have to work hard to make that money. <laughs> um, so I, I I think that it's. I mean, there was a story couple of days ago that said from um looks like usa today i don't know if they're the ones who broke it but the headline says ryan day estimates 13 million needed in nil money to maintain ohio state football roster which i think is hilarious that he's out here uh we need yeah. your we need your donations we need you we need you to pay us money so we can pay players i mean the the here's the thing ed They've been doing it's, it all along. Yeah, it's just, now it's just out in the public. It's, it's just now their Uncle Sam wants to take his piece. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't they don't want it all under the table dirty money. They want it all above bar and to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. They are employees, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. So I don't know. I'm not I'm I don't really want to get into the whole paying players NIL, conversation yeah. but i mean the I'm, only thing other thing i'm, I'm okay to discuss, NIL. no I'm, I'm okay to discuss the nil stuff paying I think, players I, I, yeah i don't really want to get yeah. into the paying players I, the only other thing i have to say about it because it's just going to keep growing uh is when does ncaa football come out on playstation that's like, a great question it has to come out right and we, we're, we're coming up the time we should start releasing yeah. we're already we're already the, getting mad in screen leaks the day quote wasn't about recruiting. It was about NIL for the current roster. So it was to maintain the roster as is. They needed they needed 13 million. Um, Chad's just clarifying that it wasn't about recruiting though. They're not they're not recruiting players with that money. They're yeah. they're trying to keep the roster intact so that the guys aren't poached by other teams with NIL money. Anymore, you're still recruiting your own your own players that that have already committed. Sure. Yeah. Sure, absolutely, and that's going to go on for every team, in at every level, every level in college, 
I mean, whether you're talking about a D2 guy, whether you're talking about a D1 guy in the power five, group of five, mid, mid level. And, you know, especially when you start talking about, um, you know, the, uh, in basketball, when you have in, in D1, you have so many schools, um, trying to keep those guys around in your program and what have you. We've seen that. Well, we, but we might not any longer see the days of like a Chicago Loyola because maybe those guys get picked off by bigger programs now because how how easy is it for a school like that, that? Or, or for you know a uh, a VCU to make a big run or when Steph Curry was at uh, Davidson like Davidson maybe those days are over where the Cinderella team once the guy has the Cinderella moment he's now playing for Duke Robert Morris. Yeah, I mean, any of these schools, you know, yeah. I mean, um, who was it? Uh, um, that school in, in Spartanburg had a big run a couple of years ago. Anyway, um, it's the, the game started back up and there's zero outs and uh, Arizona has a man on third and a man on second. Great. I, we should have just called this game. <laughs> That's what you wanted to do at nine nothing in the eighth. Why doesn't anyone listen to me? Who's on the mound? Solomon. I don't even know who yeah. that is. Oh, geez. And there's a wild ball. It didn't, okay, he stayed nothing, third. All nothing right, happened. Good. All right. So I don't know. I mean, the NIL obviously creates a whole bunch of wrinkles yeah. in, in the collegiate system. Um, but like I said, I think we are recruiting players, getting players who want to be here and want to play. You know, just kind of overlooking the NIL a little bit. Well, what we talked about last night was the guys that we're bringing in are guys that are good character guys. Yeah. They're winners. They are, a lot of them are captains. Reminds yeah. you of another team in Cincinnati was a point that I made. The Bengals have been drafting yeah. high character guys. Captains of collegiate teams, winners, and you see the culture that it, it brought together in Zach Taylor's what third seasons? Third second, season, second season. He had two seasons of. No, he had only one season of. Yeah, third season. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy the type of culture you can build in a locker room when you're bringing in good people. Yeah. that like to win and have proven they are winners and leaders. And then, um, you know, you put Kerry Combs on top of that, who's recruiting the hell out of Cincinnati again, which is a nice thing to have. I mean, yeah. I mean, doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't hurt at all. Doesn't hurt. Well, we, we got one from Winton Woods and possibly a second coming from Winton Woods. So no, no, we don't. No, the one was the one that was crystal balled here. Oh, it changed? That changed to Ohio State, so we'll see. The other, he hasn't made a decision yet. Gary he, just, over there and he, he decommitted from West Virginia. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. He came, he went to West Virginia for the uh, just over the weekend, and, and yeah, and decommitted on the way back, yeah. So he, he also, in his... His apology tour um, for decommitting, and a lot of West Virginia people got very, very upset about this. Uh, called it the University of West Virginia, and they did not like that. 
I wonder if he did it on. I wonder if he did it on purpose. I hope he did. <laughs> I hope he did. Speaking of West Virginia, did you see Bob Huggins' quote last night? No, I saw it. I I heard it. I don't think he's wrong. I think he was not sober. Oh, that's yeah. That's a possibility. It's a strong possibility. Part, I don't think course. he's wrong. I think we need to be prepared for the travel. We need to prepare to play hard teams. And uh, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a general statement. Coach, tell us, tell us about what the big 12 is like. Well, hard. Well, it's hard. It's hard. hard. Traveling, yeah. traveling is hard. You ever, you ever been to, what did he say? Lollapalooza? You ever been to Lollapalooza? Lubbock. Lubbock? You ever been to Lubbock? You ain't been to Lubbock. You don't know. We gotta go to I'll BYU. We gotta go to BYU. Chad, you ever been to Lubbock? It's it's hard. I know you ain't been to that other that other one, but you ever been to Lubbock? What was the one that Mo went to but Chad didn't go to? I, Chad, I think you need to be part of this conversation about nope, don't do that about Huggy Bear. I feel like he's gonna yell at me. It's hard. Hard. More seasons do you think Huggy Bear got in him? I I think he's going to die on the court. Has in him, sorry. He's going to die on he the court. He has twice, hasn't he? I don't I don't believe that to be true. No. Once at least. Died on the court. Had a heart attack. You, Didn't he? Many people have heart attacks without dying, Ed. Many uh, people have heart attacks with dying. Too. Grand slam. How about that? Oh, here we go. How about that? Nine four. Do I let him in? Is that Caleb? Did he get that? Oh, he tried, though. Hi, Chad. Classic rally killer. The, I the, told you, we should have ended this game during the, the no, 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 the Grand Slam. Classic rally killer. Now nobody's on base. You got to start over. Start over with no outs. Let's go ahead and do that. Right. It, just like the inning reset. Like, it was 9-4 to four coming out of the rain delay. So, Chad, you and I talked a little bit last night about the Bob Huggins quote. It's hard. Oh, did you guys talk about that last night? No, we, we talked off air about it. So oh, okay. It's, it's hard traveling. I mean, he's right. It is hard, but I it's mean, it's hard to jump on a private jet. You don't have to go through you have I don't think you have to go, even go through TSA anymore as he a as a no, they what? just show up on the That's bus. The bus lets them off at the plane. They step on the plane, they fly private to wherever the hell they're going. When the game's over, they take a shower, they get on the bus. They go back to the plane, and they fly home. Hard is having to wait through two hours. Go to class the next morning. Hard is having to wait two hours through that line to go through the TSA checks. Have your bag weighed. It's five pounds over. You're pissed because it's five pounds over. You got to figure out what am I throwing away because it's five pounds over, and I'm not paying twenty five dollars for the extra fee because I'm five pounds over. That's hard. Traveling hard. to Lubbock is not hard. You ever been to Lubbock, Chad? No. Don't you gonna go to Lubbock, Chad? <laughs> you ready? You ready to go to Lubbock, Chad? Here's here's the reality. Is anybody jet? is anybody actually paying extra? Because I I went on a road trip. They're like, you know what? I wasn't gonna su- subscribe to Bearcat Journal, but Chad Brendel went to Lubbock, so I'm in. Aren't you forcing a guy to subscribe though? You can just force him to pay you more. No, I didn't force him. He just he feels it. I I'm like Obi Wan. You will subscribe to Bear. It's hard. It's hard. That would have been a great reference it's if hard. if uh, Jeff would have been here. You know what? 
You know what? Playing in the Big 12 is hard. It's hard. It's the best basketball conference in the country. Of course it's hard. No shit, it's hard, Bob. <laughs> Jesus Jesus Christ. I've gotten used to it. We finished last. We finished last in the conference yeah. last year. So it's you know why? It's because it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Americans hard. Playing playing those playing in that league's hard. It's hard. You get you got to get on a plane. Then 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 you get home late because tell, tell these kids it, go to class. It's hard. It's hard. It's just hard. Right? You've been telling kids to go to class for twenty five years, Bob. More than that. It, you know, Has he been telling kids to go to class? You know, watch out. I just, I just don't think we're very good. Just, no, I don't. I don't think we're very good, Chuck. These guys don't want to play defense. They don't want to rebound. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know we're number one in the country, Chuck. But we're just, we're just not very good. Sam Baylor is the answer right now. What? The hardest, hardest road environment, environment in Big Twelve outside of Kansas. Mm. I think it's Baylor. Basketball. That's probably Texas Tech. Is a like a really you gotta it's, go to you gotta you gotta go to Lubbock. You gotta go to Lubbock. Lubbock. You gotta go to Lubbock. It's hard. You ever been to Lubbock? It's hard. It's hard to go to Lubbock. Ed, how can you how can you not say Lubbock, Ed? That's a, Aaron. That's the conversation we're having right now. Because you know, hard. Bob Holt, Huggins just told us. Because I think I think Baylor's I think Baylor's a little tougher. Um, not by much. That's Waco. Chip and Joanna Gaines are there. There's shiplap in your hotel room. Oh my goodness, Chip. There's also a memorial for a a lunatic out there. But I've been there actually. I've been to uh, Waco. Waco? My cousin got married there. Ed, I can't believe you asked. Is he talking basketball or football when he said outside of Kansas? Oh, sorry, Kansas, Ed. That's a dead giveaway. You know know what it's like playing football in, in Lawrence, Kansas. It's hard. It's, it's hard. easy. It's easy. It's, it's easy. It's easy. We get right in. Airport's right there. We get right out. They usually they suck, get, so they play. They suck, so they play at noon. So they, they wait. <laughs> they they wear white uniforms because it's that's their flag. Here was my take last night, Ed. You know what's hard? Getting in and out of Morgantown, West Virginia. That's hard. I've never been there. That's a, that's hard. I was in West Virginia today, today, and I cannot wait until there's a game in Morgantown because it's going to be the closest game for me to drive to. I think it might be <laughs> might be closer yeah, than Cincinnati. Actually, it's, it's right there. Like it's it's half and half. Like you're... I'm saying, it might be it might yeah. be just as easy for me to get to Morgantown as it's going to be Cincinnati. Just ask if he's ever been to is, that, is that the term? That is the term. That is the term. I'm on my fucking game tonight. You've been talking. Me too. You've been talking for about 72 hours straight. Yeah, I've done nothing but talk for like two and a half days. And you'll be back on Thursday. You know what that's like? It's hard. It's hard. That's the name of the episode, right? It's hard. It's hard. That's the new name of this episode. It's hard. (laughs) It's hard. That's uh (laughs) we gave up another home run, Chad. That's a Deshaun Watson. Are you serious? That was that's the Deshaun that's the title of the Deshaun Watson uh, autobiography. Aaron said we're not allowed to talk about that. I don't I don't want to have anything to do with that conversation. It's hard. That, hard. Like that's the title of his autobiography, Deshaun Watson. Semicolon. It's hard. It's hard. I hope it's I hope that dude never plays. Again. Okay, we're gonna talk about it for a second, just sure. for a second. Okay. Be careful. Like, 
no, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a a very valid point. I'm gonna make this point on radio on on a fifty thousand watt radio station. Then you've then you've given it some thought. I've given it some thought. When you when you get your hair cut, like do you just you just go get your hair cut like randomly, or do like you have a person that every time you need a haircut, for the most part, you go to the same spot and you have somebody cut your hair. Right? Yeah, people are people are creatures of habit, right? When you need your car fixed, you go to Danco Transmission. <laughs> I was if you didn't get there, I was I was going to Danco get there. does not sponsor this podcast. <laughs> I don't give a shit, Ed. He cuts a check to me. Boom. So, I ain't and, seen that check. And and me by yeah. by you know by default. Defa- yeah, yeah. Some of your check comes from that check. Accurate. Um. Like when when you go to the grocery store, right? You you go to your grocery store. Okay. That man, there's a reason he hired set almost 70 66 massage therapists over what? It was like a two and a half year span. Yeah. You know why? Because he keeps asking for a happy fucking ending, and the ones that say no, all of them mostly, don't come back. So then he has to hire another one. I really thought you were going to say you do it because it's hard. Hard. That yeah, that's that that's the title of his autobiography. I I was already we had moved past that joke. I wasn't ready to call it back yet. All right. His thirty for thirty. It's hard. It's hard. hard. Deshaun Watson. It's hard. Hard. But that's. I mean, that's. That's not how it works. Like well, if real you, world. you're a professional athlete, right? You get a masseuse that is your masseuse that is like. Yeah. They that's they know they your do. they know your body and what needs worked on and what right. right right you're not starting all over every single time you're getting a massage that way they could be expert witnesses in your trial. Like it's just, it, it, that, just like that, Amber Heard and and Johnny Depp. You you don't hire sixty six different masseurs. It's not Baskin Robbins, right? Like it, you wanted some variety. You know why you wanted some variety? Because you expected a rub and tug at the end of every one of those massages. I Archa. just go to like the Japanese place. Down the street. All right. Nope. That's that's where you got to be careful. I'm just saying. Just got to be careful. The signs are the signs. They're telltale signs of of why he went through so many different people to give him a massage. Yeah. There's definitely. And I love how the I love how the Browns are caught off guard by number number twenty four. Yeah, number twenty four. Oh, the the other twenty three didn't set you off, but twenty four. Ah, shit! What are we gonna do? Well, they. I wonder if there was wording that if there's any more that we didn't know about. Gone already. We could potentially dismiss this whole guaranteed contract. Conspiracy theorists are running wild with was she a plant? But. I don't think they really did their due diligence in actually doing this interview process. No. They're claiming the whole thing came way t- came together way too quickly for them to really do some deep digging. The one organization that fucks up everything—they got this one right. Come on, 
<laughs> this is the one thing they got right, guys. Yeah. We never do the right thing or, or like understand like how this shit works. But we got this one right. As we paid the guy with 22 civil cases against him, 230 guaranteed million dollars. Almost 10 million per 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 case. It's a hell of a settlement, you know what I'm saying? Doing all that research is hard. It's hard. It's like playing in the Big 12. It's like going to Lubbock, Ed. Yeah, it's hard. It's just hard. You ever been to BYU? <laughs> no. Never will. They got out of the <laughs> inning, Ed. They got out of the inning. Nine to five. Thank God. Good. Ed, you can get you a floppy hat June 18th. A floppy hat? Red's floppy hat. What's a floppy hat? I'm going to guess one of those stupid bucket hats that you Shit, like. Shit, that'll get me to the ballpark. Uh, Brissette, is Brissette going to be starting all year? Uh, unless they can somehow play damage control with the other quarterback that's making good money on the roster, Baker Mayfield. I can't wait to see how that one plays out. It's going to be a shit show. It's the Browns, I can't man. To see the how whole that one thing plays is going to be a shit show because the Browns. If it's Brown, flush it down. Never heard that one. You've never heard that one? Never, ever in my life. It's like taking the Cosby kids to the pool. All right. What's going to happen in this game, Ed? Um, It's going to be a nail-biter. Bottom of the eighth. Oh, who's up? Alejo. Define nail biter. One uh, run, it gets to it gets one to run. nine to eight. Yeah, one run. Someone's gonna actually get a save. Well, it depends. If the guy that comes in finishes the game, it won't be a save because it's a four-run game. No, well, I mean, oh yeah, it's true. Now, if he comes in and screws up and they bring somebody else in, then there could potentially be a safe situation. But you have to have at least three batters, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I still don't know that I like that rule, but it's stupid. Speeding up the game. It's hard. Hard. The game's hard. You know, getting fans in the seats is is, hard. Hard. Aaron, getting, you know what getting three outs is, Aaron? Hard. Hard. It's hard. It's hard. Sometimes you got to get on a plane. You got to get those three outs. You get home late. Plane? It's hard. That whole That's interview hard. just screamed to me, I'm overcoaching. No, he's just he's, – he's out of interesting things to say. <laughs> the other thing is – he gotta, has no love for Cincinnati. He doesn't have anything good to say about UC. Then why is he, he could have easily been like, you know what? I I, I got to know Coach Wes. Wes Miller's really good. Like, well, he has said that before, hasn't he? Not on camera. Not to Cincinnati reporters. I don't know. I just don't know. Why, why is he here? There's uh, a charity fundraiser. Fundraiser. And he takes every chance he can to come back in town and get wasted with his Cincinnati friends. It just seems odd. It's hard. 
Anyway, I don't want to talk it's about hard. it anymore. It, it's hard talking about. You know what talking about Cincinnati is? It's hard. hard. It's hard. talking about Bob Huggins. is hard. I got. I got. I got. I got. I got to fly all the way back to Cincinnati for these fundraisers. Drink with my friends. It's hard. Those the house. There we go. There we go. Bam, bam. Chad, who would you have uh, cast from nope. the? Who who would you have cast from the Cincinnati Reds' current roster for the the spots in Major League that we were talking about? Oof. Uh, I don't think they have a Harris. Like they don't really have like that old veteran, like gotcha. pitcher. So I guess Votto probably would be right for Harris. But he's too funny. Like Harris was just like miserable, right? Dry, like dry. Harris was just trying to get his career over. He didn't even want to play baseball anymore. <laughs> like he was just like, I'm I'm putting Vaseline. Like I'm doing everything I can to stick around and get a couple extra bucks. Uh, that's not Joey. So I don't know who would be Harris. Um, the problem is we don't know this team enough yet, right? Like I they just traded the seven guys that were relevant that we knew. Yeah. So this is literally major league in the, in the sense that we are just now finding out who is who in the major league uh, version. Um well, I mean, I, I, if we're being honest, I think, uh, um, oh, what's uh, what was this uh, center fielder that is now in the Padres system from Japan? That was the low hanging fruit, right? When he was well, here, yeah. Well, that was Major League Two, though. That like that doesn't count. Touche. Like I, I like Major League Two. It's actually pretty good. Major League Three is when it went off the rails, but Major League is Major League. Major League one, yeah, two was pretty good. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't major league. No. But Aquino's easy as Serrano because he can't hit a curveball. Like that's Aaron, Aaron low hanging like fruit. It's low hanging fruit. It's like saying Ty Perkins is uh the next Alec Pierce. It, it's it's easy. It's, quit making the easy comparisons. But he calls farmer. <laughs> Jake Taylor. That's where yeah. this all started. Right. And Farmer's not even that old, is he? On this team? <laughs> well, no, that's what yeah. he said. I think he's, I think he's 29. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, for some reason, Aquino thinks that I am, I'm, I'm old. I'm really old. Not factual. Like, Jake Taylor was, like, done, remember? Jake Taylor was was ready to be out of baseball. He was yeah. playing in the Mexican League, like, hung over on tequila with a sombrero. Yeah, he was ready. Boxers when they called him. He was ready to go hang out with Lynn. Marty has to come back and play Bob Euchre, right? Well, I just... Just Bob a Uecker bit still, outside. He still get Bob Euchre to play Bob Euchre, but he's the Brewers guy, so... <laughs> Kyle Farmer was born in 1990. He's not that old. He's not old enough to be Jake Taylor. 31. 31. Jake Taylor was washed. With bad knees. What what about the joke earlier? um, About when we were talking about Votto. If he he had ever punched somebody in any of the scrums. 
And uh, I don't think he has. Like, I don't think that's his. Well, Ed's brother said, no, he, he, he'd rather walk than hit. He, there's no shot that yeah, he's ever. <laughs> that was a good one. One of your brothers finally made a funny, Ed. I'm really, I'm proud of the Mayhall family tonight. Maybe you're one. He goes to UC now, so maybe we're converting him. Yeah. He's seen the light. Dave Simone <laughs> just uh, he hit us on the tweet to the uh, the live show on Twitter. Says, hi, guys. Hugs and kisses from Florida. <laughs> Send him a link. <laughs> just tweet him. Link is in your email. Mo retweeted that he uh, has not consciously ever been to Lubbock. Why not? Oh, because you're getting the notifications before I am. I've lived. I've lived in Texas. I don't think I've been to Lubbock. We have the you ability guys... to downvote stuff now. I don't know. Who just hit a home run? Uh, Tyler Stevenson. Stevenson. Is that his second home run of the night? No, he was not when I mentioned. No. Okay. Uh oh. The fireworks smoke is on the field. The fireworks smoke is on the field. Not good. Get the tarps out. It's got to be hard to see. It's hard. It's hard. You know what it's like to try to hit with fireworks smoke on the field? It's hard. hard. Oh, that yeah, the Cardinals knew all about that, right? Yeah, it's hard. Look at it. It's hard. Understand. Understand. It's hard. I don't know, Chuck. Our guys were trying to hit in the fireworks smoke, and it was hard. Good Lord. <laughs> Anything you wanted to add to uh, the brief conversation we had about Jermaine Matthews here? Or are you going to wait to tomorrow night to talk about any of that? Dave and I will discuss that tomorrow night. In deep length. From Florida? Yeah. 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 We don't we don't take vac- like real vacations, Ed. We work. Like that's what we do at Bearcat Journal. Bearcat Journal. We work. Here. I'll be doing podcasts from LA. I'm sure Kelly and Kelsey won't be happy about it, but video from the Simone Vacation House. That's a rave. I already I don't we haven't heard from Dave yet, but I've invited myself on the the Simone family vacation next year because it sounds awesome. You I should ask him. Ask him during Dave After Dark, actually, and get it in uh, verbal contract form. Um, yeah. Because he'll, he'll say yes to anything at that point. I agree. So I agree. Good. good point. Um, Anything else you got tonight, Ed? I know you had you actually did your, your AEW minute. I did. I did. Uh, I have some WWAEW. WWE AEW. AEW news. It's a lot of letters. Um, are hard. I'll give you your minute, but you gotta you gotta zoom your your screen in when it when it's time. I know Jeff usually does that, but again, not here tonight. So, um, you know what you know what zooming in the screen in is? It's hard. I thought, I thought Aaron was a number two producer in the city. I guess it's- I don't have access because I'm busy running the Bearcat Journal one. I can't. It's not very easy to to switch between the two. I think if you use separate browsers, it's easier. Yeah, that's that's too hard. It's hard. You know what it's like using two browsers, Aaron? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I don't I deleted all of the browsers off of this computer except for Firefox. So you should try Chrome, Aaron. Yeah. But if you had Chrome, like going back and forth, that's hard. Maybe you can get that duck duck go. 
<laughs> Unreal. Um, if you're ready for your minute. Oh, I am ready. Your time starts now. Screen just locked. Hold on. All right. So some some big news coming out of both camps, <laughs> AEW and WWE. WWE, uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes had a full pectoral tear before going into his fight in Hell in the Cell on Sunday night. Um, if you haven't seen the pictures of this thing, it looked nasty. Just bruised up, just Gruesome. completely off the bone. It was horrible. So he was welcomed on Monday Night Raw with a respect, respectful thank you, Cody chant from the crowd. Uh, you would imagine this would be it'd be a while before he is uh, he's fighting again. Um, but he's already talking about fighting again in four weeks in a Money in the Bank match, which is wild to me. Um, during Cody's promo, Seth Rollins came out and told Cody that Dusty would be proud of him. Then he walked away. Then as Cody was walking back, Seth came out and attacked him with a sledgehammer and just kept hitting him in the peck with the sledgehammer. That's a cheap-ass move. Um, also, big news out of AEW camp. Uh, this has been going on for a couple weeks now. Um, in MJF. And time. Is, I'm going to just keep going because you can't stop me. Uh, MJF is trying to get fired from AEW. He, I don't know if this is a, like, if this is a work or not. The interview he gave, the the promo he gave on Wednesday night, uh, last Wednesday night, it didn't seem like a work to me. Um, but he has been removed from all the AEW websites, and it's rumored that he's being removed from all a AEW media as well. Um, so will Tony let J MJF let go from his contract and go back to the WWE? That's that's still still to be seen. Matt Flanders says it's a massive work. Um, is it though? Because I don't know. So I don't. I don't. I, I truly don't care. Um, but I need Jeff back so we can stop at it a minute. Good God! I like it that Ed has control and he can say, you know what, Ed, talk more. Ed, more wrestling. Let's go. Aaron can't do anything. So he has no control. He has no I power. Want, I wanted I to put the end screen up. Like I can't do anything. I know. That's why I said I don't care. I'm going to keep going. Tell us more about the Cody Rhodes injury. Did you what, see it what, though? What, do you, what, what are they going to do? What were they going to do when the makeup washed off? No, what, what are, are they, they going to do now that the, the, the champ is out? Like, uh, come on, Ed. You got a whole I need your in depth thoughts. That's that's commitment. He he got his whole peck tattooed. No, he did. He actually, they said he he tore it partially, partially. and then tried to like lift, and then he pulled it completely off the shit, bone, and then he ripped it off the bone while he was lifting. But it's okay to hit him with a hammer. Yeah. Like they hit him with a hammer, Aaron. That's all at work. Unreal. Say you don't understand how wrestling works, Aaron. yeah. Aaron, come on, Jeff Howell, come back to the show and save me. It was a work. Was looking, a work. looking dead into your soul, Jeff Howell, come back and save me. How nasty is that? It looks pretty gross. It I, looks just, like it hurts. I want to know how much time in the makeup chair it took. Did you understand wrestling is real? All right. Well, Ed just got because a just because this guy can pull a full peck right off the bone and and still fight, and you can't make it to work after hurting your ankle in a kickball game. <laughs> I, I broke my collarbone, dude. He ripped his peck off. Off the bone. Off the bone. All right, and we're starting to repeat ourselves, so that's going to wrap it up. That was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. It's surgery today. Jeff, get back here. 
But for Chad Brendel, as always, joining us when he has the time to. I don't know how he had time this week. I thought he'd for sure take the night off. But I, I wasn't going to. I and did, then you, I like, did. begged me to I come in. Hold him on. Because yeah, I wanted you... – that gave us the uh, the title of the show. So, that, you know, it's hard. Hard, hard. Uh, but yeah. that was another episode for, for the self-proclaimed best producer. He's got some work to do. Ed Mayhall. Like I said, Jeff, come back. Uh, I am Aaron Smith. This was another episode of Part of the Punctuation. 9.15 next week. Special guest, maybe a baseball guy from UC. We'll There's see only there. five seconds left. Go. I would say. You, I, I, was wa- I, I was watching the bar. I had you my words in. Yeah, said, you didn't said, do it fast I enough. I said, we'll see you there, and you didn't end. Okay, yeah, so that's my fault. Try again, please. Next week, 9.15. See you there. Bye.